Coming up today on the show, we're going to catch up on the latest Disney news and rumors. That's coming up on Traveling with the Mouse. I think I said coming up like eight times. I'm coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode 347 of Traveling with a Mouse. My name is Adam, and I am joined today, of course, by John. Um, I was caught off guard, so I have nothing clever at the moment. <laughs> so, How are you caught off guard? I always introduce you first. I don't know. I guess I wasn't <laughs> thinking, so I was like, uh... uh all right. There's no... Yeah, all right. I'm also joined by Jason. What's up, everybody? Oh, wait, I stole that from you, Adam. <laughs> hey, you got to do the what's up, everybody. What's up, everybody? I'm back. Uh, yeah. I know we're we're back. Um, yeah. So it's been a while. Right. I was just yeah. thinking that I should have led with the line I should have used was, I have a bad feeling about this. That's what I should have said. Oh. But. Okay. Bringing because... us all together is probably probably not a smart thing to do. <laughs> Because didn't we all have bad feelings about the Star Cruiser? <clears throat> mm. Seems like everybody loves it. I know. Seems it's like getting it. rave reviews. I'm like, I'm going to eat my words on this. Holy Moses. Well, I suppose I should start the show before we get into that by mentioning the reason we didn't have a show last week. Because we put out there that there was a death in the family. So that was my mom, unfortunately, passed away last week. John's aunt yes so, and well jason aunt. you met her as well before so you you knew I her. Had. so sad news of course but i want to turn that into something positive by there is a uh, fundraiser for give kids the world that i did in her honor and i will tweet out the link to that it's already almost completed as far as the amount but I suppose we can continue going above and beyond that if people out there want to do that. So I will post the link to that as we post the episode. So help support Give Kids the World, of course. That's near and dear to our hearts, as uh, we've talked about many times on the show. And I've mentioned before that we were beneficiaries of it 22 years ago. As we wow. No, 23 years ago. Yeah, 23 years ago. So, yeah, long time ago, and it's time to give back. So, if you want to help honor my mom uh, with the Give Kids the World donation, I will tweet the link out shortly and uh, look for it on Twitter or maybe on the website as well, of course. So, of course, it's always uh, very sad, and I'm sure yeah. all of our listeners will send their condolences to you along with us. Yeah. One positive is that we all got to meet each other in person. I think I've only ever met John once in person uh, in my life before this. So we did get the crew yeah. together. We did get the crew together. It's similar to what Will Turner gets to do in the Pirates now. It's only once every 10 years that this this happens, apparently. So. Well, we'll have to rectify no, that more uh, with some <laughs> di right. Disney. Uh, we haven't met at Disney yet, all, all of us at no, it almost We've come happened. close. We've come close well, many I, times. I honestly think, though, that, Adam, you and I have met so much at Disney that my son does, doesn't understand Disney if you're not there. So, <laughs> it's like yes. it's part but, of it. Speaking I, of, 
you're going but, but I was going to say, yeah, I'm going to go next week. I was going to say that before that, though. I would, you know, it would be awesome to see people give to the Give Kids the World. Yeah, I mean, it was it was great to see you in person, John. I see Adam all the oh. time. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. great to... Um... And I only got confused uh, as uh, a member of the family once. Only once? <laughs> yeah, there was uh, someone that apparently goes to church with John that thought I was the cousin or something. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you and Adam have been hanging around enough that you, we look you know, you're starting to look alike now. You know that's that saying, how it goes whenever you hang around someone so often that you start to look alike, <laughs> or at least couples. So maybe that's what it is. You gave off enough of a yeah. I'm Adam vibe. I don't know. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, we, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say with that? Yeah, but you mentioned Gabe Kids of the World, but like we, you have another connection there because this is not your first family member that you've had this happen to, I guess you could say. Right. And that's your brother many, many years ago now uh, had passed with leukemia. Yeah, and that's what so, I was alluding to is 22 yeah. year or 23 years ago, I should say, we... Went on the Give Kids the World trip to Disney, stayed at the Grand Floridian. And, you know, I was thinking back on that this week, and I was like, that's probably why I love the Grand Floridian and have a soft spot for it. And everybody else kind of hates on it (laughs) because. Are you going to buy in now, get your DVC now that they're selling some more? I mean, I should, shouldn't I? Maybe. Maybe it was a sign. Yeah. But the resort holds a special place for me, and maybe that's why. I, I, I just Didn't never put two and two together. did we stay in the same building when you and I went? Uh, we got upgraded yes. for free to the Grand Flow? Same building, same side, yeah. it was. We were on the ground level of the, I guess, was it, is it still Boca Chica? That was the one yeah. building. Yeah, that was the building we stayed at on our Give Kids the World trip. And I found a lot of pictures from that trip this week as well. So some good memories there. To put just a little bit more in this, you know, Adam and I, as we've mentioned before, our family were cousins, but, you know, mm-hmm. my aunt, she was probably the next closest um, outside of my actual mom, the uh, mother figure in my life, really, because of how often we were together, you know, and how often, right. like, we yeah. were that type of, we, you know, every, oh, I ain't going to say every family, but families sometimes do have, like, cousins that are closer than others, and that's kind of how we were. We were together a lot, yeah. and so yeah, it's lot. it's been a while since I had lost someone that close to me as well yeah it kind of creeped up us on honest too even though she's been dealing with this for like the better part of a decade Mm -hmm. it was never anything that was not just like it had become like normal i guess you know what i mean it was never anything that really came up serious and this just came up fast yeah it was very quick very sudden not a whole lot of warning yeah. One more thing that was maybe a little bit more funny from the uh, time we met is that I know she won't be hearing this because I met John's mother, uh, who does not listen to the podcast uh, and is apparently very unaware of the podcast. I'm sorry, John, to say. But when I met her, she said, oh, you're the guy from TV uh, because she watches <laughs> Resort TV One uh, yes, and saw me and Adam on, on YouTube. So I'm sorry to say, John, she doesn't listen to the podcast, but you know, if you wait seven hours in line for the people mover. Uh, I'm not really that sorry to say, but because um, <laughs> I don't think she would listen to anything on a podcast. She's probably never listened to a podcast. Right. Mm. Next time we see Josh and Jenna, though, I'm going to be like, give a nod to your mom. <laughs> Shout out well, to James. Him. James did, yeah. 
Yeah. No, I, well, I've got knows. to make a point. I've got to make a point the next time I'm there. I'm going to plug the show. I'm going to go find them, and I'm going to say, hey, I want to yeah. do this, because I think it will greatly increase our chances of getting... getting well, I think I've worn a shirt on, them, on, on their uh, stream before, and, and as Adam, I think, alluded to a minute ago, I am going to be there uh, next week. So I'm heading down... Heading on yep. down to Disney. They're the type that don't mind helping other people doing this out, so to speak. Because mm-hmm. I've seen they had a guy one time that he had not quite made it to a thousand subscribers so he could live stream, and they put him on there and said, help him out by going to subscribe, and he made it to that point. <laughs> so, you know, maybe they could help us out. I mean, I'm not trying to say it, you know, just to say, hey, put us on the map or anything, but, you know, if they're willing to do so, and if, you know, they're good people and we enjoy watching them. So, I don't know. Yeah, they've got a pretty good following. They do. Yeah. I was going to say my trip, though, uh, next week is going to not be with Adam, unfortunately. Uh, But it's going to be with my family. My mom and my dad, sister, my brother-in-law, and my niece are all going. They do not go as often as we do. And I'm getting my checkbook ready uh, because I'm probably going to be doing a lot of Genie Plus and Lightning Lanes because my mom has not yet ridden... Flight of Passage, Navi River Journey, Slinky Dog Dash, anything in you know in Toy Story Mania, nothing in Star Wars Land. So, I don't think she's even ridden Seven Doors Mine Train. So, mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to see. You know, earlier today I was talking to her and she's like, "Okay, so first day Epcot, why do we got to get there so early? Do they even have that many rides there?" And I was listing them through, and she's like, "Oh, Test Track, that must be a new ride." I'm like, "No, that was there last time you were there. You've just <laughs> never ridden it before." Right. I will be there for, I forget how many nights, but a, a Grandestino trip. Grandestino. I was going to say, would it have helped if you had said, well, it used to be World of Motion. Would you have known that? No, she wouldn't have. <laughs> she does not keep up with it. No, just it doesn't go as far back. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know how far yeah. back she was there when you went. Uh, um, yeah, no, it, it, they've been recently. Yeah. When they've gone, they didn't go do the big stuff, but... I don't know. I'm, I'm 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 getting excited about it. I think the thing that's got me a little hesitant, uh, which I know I'm going to have a great time when I'm there, of course, but you know how I've switched my Disney uh, lifestyle to be more, as I think you said when I saw you this week, John, I, I'm in and out of the parks by 10 a.m. and then I come back later because <laughs> I got to hit the pool. This is probably going to be one of those, you know, rope to, rope to rope, we got to ride stuff. And... I, I can have fun with that, but I just I can, I already know that that means there's going to be more meltdowns, more mm-hmm. tired folks, and and you'll be on your phone all day trying to get the next genie. Yeah, with no with no payoff, no challenge. <laughs> now there is uh, this this could lead us into some of the news. Of one of the yeah. first news stories I would I would bring up is I won't have to spend as much money because. Mm-hmm. There's fewer individual lightning lanes uh, to purchase because right. they've gone back to uh, just one ILL in each park, if I understand that correctly. Mm-hmm. And they're doing it all the way through August 7th, I believe, is what I... Yeah. So, like, why so. stop at August 7th? Why not just do this forever? Yeah. Like, why do we have to... Especially, like, what is that, a five-month window or something? You know, getting well, what they're doing is they're gathering data. They're gathering data on, is this going to help us sell individual lightning lanes for these few? Is it going to help these other attractions? You know, is it going to help with, you know, they're, they're, they're just gathering data. Yeah, there, there's there's someone, you know, 
that's like me, you know, at my company, I, I lead the data team and this is what we do. We calculate the data and yeah. we would be doing a calculation to say, okay, well, if we add these rides into the $15 a day plan, do we sell more $15 a day plans to make up for the lost revenue of the individual lightning lanes because mm-hmm. we aren't refunding as many, we're increasing guest satisfaction by having more availability on the $15 plan. Uh, and that's what they're ultimately doing is I think they've realized that with the rides they had at $15 a day, people were not often even getting more than two and were probably complaining a lot. So this is probably an attempt to create more inventory to at least sell the $15 plan to more people. I'm curious as to just what the numbers are on how much money they make off rides alone. I'd really like to see what that is. I mean, that's you can almost there. calculate it, right? I, I, if you can figure <laughs> out what the capacity is a day and they sell out within uh, yeah. minutes. I don't know whatever the number is they place, but they sell it every day. So whatever that number is, mm-hmm. times 15 <laughs> a day. Right. So The story says it's frozen ever after Space Mountain and Runaway Railway, but do we think once Everest reopens that it will be that one as well? Yeah, it should be. That's what I would hope. I would hope not. I mean, it's got to still be Flight of Passage. But you've never needed it for Everest anyway. No. But I guess if you have spring break crowds, there might be some. Now, when it returns, I mean, it might actually have a wait. Um, Yeah. For a while, because, well, until if we know if the Yeti's fixed or not, then people won't care if it's still not working. Well, they will have missed it because it's been longer than it's ever been down. So I'm sure it'll get it for that reason, too. Just like the people mover when it returned, right? Yeah. If the Yeti was fixed, how many hours would you wait to be the first on the <laughs> Seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> At least. I don't think it would take that many hours because it's actually a pretty, I mean, it's what? What's the capacity on the ride? I mean, I know it's not that really high, but it's just the, the length of the, the ride. Okay. is The ride time is... I guess, that, well, yeah, the, I, mean, I just meant like per train, but I mean, the ride time is right. short, so it increases the... Oh, it was the people mover wasn't a problem of ride time. It was a matter that they <laughs> just, just didn't, didn't open. open. <laughs> yeah, we just Seven stood hours. there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I maybe, we'll, maybe we'll uh, stand behind the blog Mickey guy, because you know he'll stand there and mm-hmm. out moving for, yeah, for 50 hours. hours. With no yeah, I don't know how he did. <laughs> yeah, barely. He stood in a puddle when it rained, too. He just stood there in the puddle. Oh, I thought you were going to say he never went to the bathroom, and that's why he was standing there. <laughs> right. Well, maybe he blended it in. I, don't know. <laughs> I still yeah. want to be your friend, guy. <laughs> just saying. You seem cool. I want to be your friend. Okay. Gotcha. Well, I mean, we're, we've just about filled up the show with not, with not even any, really, any real news yet. <laughs> well, we, so had, we had that news. We had the that news. That was one story. Anyway. That was one story. Okay. Okay, how about the one? Here's one that I actually saw this week. Okay. Was our friend Zach Ridley shared uh, story, uh, pictures of Cosmic Rewind. Some ah. of the behind the scenes. Yes. And uh, looks like it's pretty operational. That thing's operational. I saw a video of the uh, train operating like in the station, right? Did we see that? Am I, am I making that up in my head? I, it's been a long week. I started to think of how I could do that line again. It's like, that well, scream came from the Guardians. No. Yeah. You mean Cosmic Rewind is Cosmic, yeah, Cosmic Rewind's operational, man. It's yeah. ready. We know it is because they they Things leaked up. the oper- the opening date. Right. Who was it? The chief of like PR or whatever accidentally tweeted out the opening date. 
Right. So. And then he deleted it and retweeted it like summer. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just assume that that first one was true, right? Which we yeah. pretty sure that means it is. But mm-hmm. let's just assume that's true. AP preview would be what? How far in advance? How far in advance was it for? Ratatouille? It was like a yeah. month. Yeah, so like a month. They started a month. So May 1st? It shouldn't be very long before they would announce when that would be, yeah. right? You would think. If they you have them again. Yeah. So. If they do something similar, I would expect an announcement by mid-March, I would say. Yeah, which we're not far away from. So. Yeah. And if so, are we going to make a point to be there? Or yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I I'm up for it if I can make it. Yeah, I imagine it would be like April 1st or, well, hopefully not April 1st because that would be April Fool's Day. But like it would be like a certain day you would have to go log in and sit in a virtual queue for an hour and a half to book your time window to go ride it if they did it like Ratatouille. Or maybe Jason can do DVC if they have DVC uh, preview. Yeah, if they have a DVC preview, maybe I can I can get in. Speaking of DVC, you know what I found out? You know how I've been talking about maybe I can use pool hopping to part. Yeah, they suspended pool hopping since COVID. Ah, and they haven't redone it yet. That's interesting. They no, they have not reinstated it yet. Did anybody answer you about the top of the world lounge parking no, for that? I I don't know if that's open yet either. Well, things are opening up. Yeah, I know, but they'll they'll probably wait like they did on the tram on on all this. Now, on on related DVC news, they have brought back Moonlight Magic. They have announced dates. Uh, we're gonna I'm gonna miss it in March because it's like the week after I am there. I'm I'm excited. If maybe I'll go to a Moonlight Magic one day. Mm. By the way, when you know we mentioned Everest a little bit earlier, did we mention that the uh, refurbishment has been extended through the end of April? No, we didn't mention it. Yes. Yeah, so it's not, we know for a fact, well, we, I say for a fact, based on what they have released, that it's not going to be open until May. So that would have mean, what, wow. January the 4th or whatever until the till the 1st of May. So, so they better be fixing that Yeti. <laughs> Good Lord. What I mean, that's an awful lot of downtime for just, I mean, it's a coaster. What else could they, what could possibly need to be done? I know it's, I know it's never gone down for refurbishment, nothing like this, but... What could yeah. they possibly else be doing? I mean, it's just going to raise the suspicion because they extended it anyway. They're not going to fix the Yeti. I think I heard somewhere they like would have to cut open the mountain to do all that. So I don't think they're fixing the Yeti. They might just remove the Yeti, mm. just dismantle it, put a screen up. <laughs> Maybe they put a newer, lighter Yeti that's mm. <laughs> not going to stress the building. <laughs> yeah, a screened Yeti, mm-hmm. a B, a, a different B mode Yeti. No, what's going to happen is they're going to fix the Yeti, yeah. but they're going to install a reader in the uh, in the train. And when you sit down, if everybody scans their magic band and pays $5, the Yeti will move on that, that train. Or here's a worst case scenario. Somehow they managed to keep it quiet and they're actually giving it IP. What IP would they use? I have no idea. A Wampa? I always point to Everest as the last attraction that was non-IP actually and that was 2005 it could be the mountain of Hoth and it's a wampa in there <laughs> yeah it could be I know it could be that. the whatever that monster is that Luke got killed captured by a what wampa. do they call him they a call wampa. him wampa oh my bad a wampa always, for some reason I was thinking a wampa was oh I know what I'm thinking I'm still thinking of wampa rats what an idiot I mean sorry yeah uh, womp rats yeah. are uh, 
Totally different. Because a Wampa is pretty much like the Star Wars version of a Yeti. So, yeah, they could put Basically, that Basically, yes. Wampa Stompa. Are they going to also add Luke hanging by his feet? Uh, yeah. In there? Totally. Okay. That'll be on the screen as well. <laughs> you can put anything on a screen. All righty. Well, let's, let's, let's move along, shall we? Did you see that story out of Disneyland Paris that you can now hug the characters? Yes, that was not that long ago when they said that. Um, yeah. When's that going to happen here? Interesting. Yeah, why would it be happening there? But not here then. Yet. Yeah. That's one of the few stories I did catch up with this week. Yeah, and of course Paris no longer has face mask requirements, which they're just kind of following suit with America on that one, but then they were the first to do the... The hugging characters. characters. Thing, yeah. yeah. Hmm. So that shouldn't be too far in the future. Maybe by the spring break time? It'll be good, right? By the Possibly. Before summer, I would think. Yeah, that'll be helpful. Yeah. Speaking of springtime, though, Flower and Garden Festival has started. Yep. That's about all I know. (laughs) Anything new? It began. Not that I know of. I haven't watched any of the vlogs yet. I just saw they were out there. Yeah. Well, Jason will be able to tell us next week about it because every festival is now three months long, so this one goes until June now, right? Yeah. Here's something you guys might know a little something about. A local green Atlanta restaurant location has come into Disney Springs this month. A healthy, fast, casual restaurant will be opening a location at Disney Springs this March. Mm-hmm. And that's what they refer to it as, as local green Atlanta. That's what it says. Hmm. The About Us section of the local green Atlanta website says, Local green Atlanta is a fast, casual restaurant whose mission is to redefine healthy, affordable food for all, by creating an ecosystem based on trust and accountability, we provide you with a culinary experience focused on your health that tastes good and helps you feel good, while giving you a cultural experience that binds us as a community. Well, it sounds good, but, about it. but when you said affordable, I was like, wait, that's going to Disney? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, like, how is that? Maybe they mean affordable as far as expensive goes, like, yeah. like the trails well, end of restaurants that are currently... Right. I believe it's a vegan place. Oh, that'd be interesting. Uh, That reminds me you saying it was a vegan place. Uh, You know, we live here in Atlanta, and there is a restaurant that's been in Atlanta for many years uh, known as Yeah Burger. Mm -hmm. I used to go there a while, and they just kept raising prices quite a bit. It sort of priced a lot of people out. But they they had good burgers. They had bison and all this stuff. Apparently, they reopened not that long ago. It's an all vegan burger restaurant. Hmm. They tweeted out, turns out all of our guests really wanted to come here for for burgers. Like, it's very confusing to go from a non-vegan yeah. to vegan restaurant. So they're back they're back selling selling meat again. So oh, I feel wow. like if you're going vegan restaurant, you got to really start with that theme. Kind of like this, really, yeah. <laughs> can't switch right. mid-cycle. Mid That's hilarious. Can't be a barbecue restaurant and say, we're going vegan, you know. We're going all vegan barbecue. Like, if you open yeah. as a Jack vegan fruit. barbecue restaurant, then you can <laughs> right. do that. Are there such things as vegan barbecue restaurants? There is. It's, there's there vegan is. barbecue at Regal okay. Eagle. It's got it's, uh, the jackfruit. Jackfruit, yeah. Jackfruit. Well, I mean, yeah. I, well, every place in Disney has a vegetarian option, but what I mean is, like, if you're, there's no such thing as, like, a just a vegan barbecue restaurant is what I'm saying. I'm, I'm sure, sure there is. A, you come I'm to sure a city like Atlanta or other places, LA we have uh, vegan versions of uh, most things. It just seems like that doesn't even go together, though. Of all the type of cuisines you could think of that you can make vegan, that just don't sound like that goes together. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe it's just me. I like jackfruit itself, 
I'm not yeah. a big fan of jackfruit barbecue necessarily, though. We'll see. You just kind of strengthened my point. Right. <laughs> I've never tried the Regal Eagle version. I know my wife has, uh, and I think she liked it all right. Well, I... your wife's mom like, loves jackfruit, and she's, she's the one that got me into it. Yeah. <laughs> I love jackfruit now. When right. I'm there, I quite often go with a vegetarian option or vegan option or seafood or, you know, uh, pescatarian, mm-hmm. I guess. I quite often eat that way when I'm in Disney World. Yep. Good, anyway. healthier options. That's good. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, what else? I, that's about it's all I know. I've, I've, I know a little bit about the Star Cruiser, but catch me up on yeah. the other news. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> we have a Star Cruiser? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, we're going to kind of need to do some Star Cruiser stuff. Right, there's a lot to talk about there. Uh, you know, I had a couple of things bookmarked, as I told you. Like one of one of the earliest I had was about Miranda saying he already has pitched an Encanto theme park attraction to Chapik. Yeah, but they don't I go into any that. details. So, yeah. Uh, so we could speculate. So where do we think said ride would go? I think we already sort of mentioned that. Well, didn't we we kind of did. Where would maybe this if go? maybe if they decide to do a uh, Colombian Pavilion in Epcot, maybe I don't know if that ever came about. <laughs> But would I mean they would ha- if they did then yes that would be perfect, yeah. Build it into did. the pavilion. But if they didn't, where would they put it? What would the best fit be? Hmm. The next ones I could see a potential at Animal Kingdom, which I think we mentioned that too. And the other one because of the fantasy side of it would have to be Magic Kingdom. I mean you can't right. put it hmm. anywhere else. Definitely. I mean I guess. I guess since Hollywood Studios literally has no identity whatsoever, it doesn't matter if you put it there either. <laughs> so you could put it anywhere. Yeah. You could find a, ba- a space to put it in Hollywood Studios somewhere, I mean, probably. You've got Toy Story Land. You've got Galaxy's Edge. Heck, why not? Make it Encanto Land, too. Just make it, you sure. know, just go along <laughs> with it. My, just my make mind. it the Land of Lands Park. Yes, yeah, that's, that's all it is. Mm. Yeah. This is the movie themed land or something like that. <laughs> right. So it's a theme, yeah, Hollywood, they they should might as well just call it Hollywood Land. Land. Yeah, might as well call it that. (laughs) Hollywood Land Studios? Mm. Just Hollywood Land Park. Hollywood Land. And then it all has different lands in Hollywood Land. Hollywood World? (laughs) I don't know. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I, I don't know where you'd put it, but what kind of attraction? I mean, it would be interesting if it, you know, the house... Maybe a walkthrough of like a magical house or something. Be interesting. I could even or I could even see you do ride. a dark ride. Yeah, I could even see you do a dark ride. Dark ride maybe, would be better. Maybe make it more unique, kind of like an interactive dark ride. Something yeah, like that. it'd be cool. I could see it. Yeah, right. Anyway, that and I was gonna say the only other I saw another one about an editorial where it said Bob Chapis is trying to change his legacy from bean counter to innovator, but is it too late? Was the title of the article, but. Uh, yeah, I think it's too late. For some people it is. For most. His perceptions are a... I'm not just going to write him off, but even, like I said, even before we had noted that his creative all involved IP, and even when he said, you know, people have been clamoring for an original attraction, what he gave us was Runaway Railway. I was like, that's still IP. That's not an original attraction. That's not what we meant (laughs) when we said original idea. We meant original idea. Like, there is no connection to IP whatsoever, and you just created it. Kind of like, like I said, Everest was the last one. Although I do like Runaway Railway, so I'm glad I they do. built it. Yes, glad they I, built it. I am too. But uh, but it wasn't what yeah. we were talking about. <laughs> Correct. It doesn't, doesn't change the facts. Uh, the problem is 
people are u- getting used to the Genie Plus and then this Star Cruiser, which again, I'm happy that the early reviews are really positive for it, but he's going to get a lot of credit for that. And it's still like ridiculously expensive. Okay, so I haven't watched much about it, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to decide how much I want to watch, even though I've read a little bit. But seeing a positive review from a few negative people sometimes, like Rhino, I think is usually pretty negative on the Diz about some things. Yeah. Lintesta saying it's yeah. worth the money. People who paid the money. And right. I think Lintesta was not expecting it to be worth the money. I think he's like, well, this is... $5,000 I got to pay for my job. Um, and right. I'm interested to hear the reviews of the people who got to do it. I'm going to be interested to see if it sustains. But as I think about it, the general gist I've gotten so far is there is a lot of immersion with the band. So they're actually using it well. There's a consistent storyline and things to do and you feel like you're part of it. So it is like a two-day interactive story adventure, right? Mm-hmm. And I think about how I took my family to like an escape room for like something to do the other week. And, you know, I spent, I don't know, for like five or six of us, a couple hundred bucks for that. For an hour hour of of an immersive story experience. So like if it truly is like 100% immersive and you get Mm -hmm. into it, I can see where that's why it could cost that much money but i don't see the you know rhino said he'd do it again i don't see how that becomes a repeat thing because i feel like you're just doing the same story over and over again i think it's the same thing i think about with escape rooms like you have to change it every so often or else yeah repeat customers Yeah, like seasons they'll have to have like seasons like this season's star wars galaxy start like the galaxy the star cruiser story and then next year they'll have a different or they'll run the story for a couple of years and then they'll change it or something well, as we've said, that they're, the, the model that they're following for doing this is a actual ocean cruise, right? Except it's not on the ocean. It's supposedly in space. I mean, and that's how they've laid it out. And that sort of thing, you know, some people only go on once in their life because of the cost. And in some cases, they go, they space it out pretty far before they do it again because of the cost. So it's going to probably be, end up being similar to that. It is, but the the long term sustainability for something at this price point that's catering to the nerds, right? The people who love Star Wars, because that sounds like what it totally is. You're gonna have to bank on some repeat guests to keep you afloat in the longer term. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just gonna have to for the Land Cruiser. I mean, Star Cruiser. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing that that's impressed me with the early reviews is it's not a cruise. It's and it's, it's a story. You're living yeah, in experience. a story. And they, they delivered on that. And I think we all assumed that they weren't going to deliver on that, considering the quality of the immersive story stuff they've put out in the Chapik area, I should say. He seems to have skimped on the story. Well, side I was things. just about to say something about that. This, to me, is the impressive part, okay? They've managed to put something together in which people genuinely enjoy and are amazed at a good bit of it and even and whenever you look at the big picture of what was promised you can see when you compare it that way as to how scaled down it became but yet no one seems to care because of how good it still is 
You know what I mean? No one seems to care how bad it was scaled back because the experience is still great from what we've been hearing, right? And uh, mm-hmm. what people have been saying about it. So, I mean, they're, they're not as focused on what's not there <laughs> as much as they are just enjoying what is there. Yeah, and it seems to me like if you're going to do it, you have to be someone that's going to engage in the story. Like, I yeah. see spending $5,000 to go on the Star Cruiser and not doing any of the story elements would be a waste of Because then you're just, like, hanging out in a hotel yeah. that it, you can't do anything in. <laughs> I think from yeah. what I've seen, though, the way they've laid it out, or at least one that I was watching, I don't see... I think even people who come there and thinking, oh, I don't know how much of the story I'm going... I think they would be... They would want to do it more than they think they would want to do it. You know what I mean? Once they're there. Mm-hmm. Especially because of this, well, the interact Well, not necessarily cosplay, but the actual, what they have you do, as far as what I've seen. If I go, I'll, I'll get the costume. I'll, really? I'll go all cosplay. in. If we, if we go do this, I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, I'm yeah never, I never really do case. cosplay, but I feel like I would that's do it. That's your personality. But I would say, spending that much money, you're going to feel the pressure to do everything or try and do mm-hmm. much as you can. So I, I think my concern would be feeling like I'm missing out and then not getting my money's worth because, you know, I didn't want to do every single thing, but then wearing myself out trying to <laughs> run around to do everything I can because I only have f- 36 hours to do this or whatever it is. Go and watch the one that Attractions Magazine did and see what he goes through. And you'll see right there that this is stuff that you would naturally just want to do for the most part. I feel like you mm-hmm. would see it, see it that way. And I like the idea, you know, choosing of being with the Resistance or the First Order, one of the two. I mean, I'd totally gravitate toward the First Order. I mean, that's just the way I would do it. <laughs> that's just how I would behave, I guess, when I'm doing that. But Well, yeah, I probably yeah. would I would probably do that for funsies, <laughs> too. Right now exactly. I'm replaying Knights of the Old Republic, and uh, my son's been playing with me. And I've been running around, you know, breaking into people's houses, stealing their stuff. And he's like, Danny, that's not good. I'm like, oh, we're the dark side, Andrew. Because <laughs> so. nice. it's more fun to be the dark side. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel it like I always have this nat. I always naturally just go with the light side. And most any of those games where you can sort of be like good right. or bad and your decisions matter. I always just go good. Yeah. I'm like, I, feel like I, I should bad. do it. <laughs> Yeah, let's do Seth this time. Yeah. Adam, earlier when we were talking about Daniel, we already know which way he normally would go when it came to something like this. Yes, always the dark side, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He was always the villain, no matter what. (laughs) Always went the opposite of what you would think the popular decision is, for the most part. (laughs) Yes, for sure, no matter what. (laughs) Speaking of that, though, um, I watched several videos of the lightsaber fight with Kylo and Rey, uh-huh. And, you know, the when she ignites the lightsaber, it's very impressive, but it's, I can't help but notice how obvious it is that she switches lightsabers, but, right. I mean, this you is, gotta do it somehow, obviously. This this is going along the lines of you and the voice, the voices. Right. <laughs> I mean, I've seen several different videos, not of the same one, obviously, and so, right. at times, she does it pretty well, where it looks like she's trying to dodge something and bends down, but... There's some where it's just like, okay, you threw that one down and you picked up another one because, you know, obviously that one is one that only retracts outward and you can't really use it anywhere else. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Several different. It's only, I mean, they've only had 
that 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 um show has probably only happened twice at this point. Okay, well I've seen it <laughs> di- two different times. times then. Okay, I was Whatever. about to say I was like, it had to be on the preview. My point and is, the I could tell voyage. it was right. I could tell it was a different fight. If that makes yeah, sense, I got you. Anyway, I just can't help but point that out. It's way too obvious to me. But some of some of the fight is is well coordinated. It's fun. It's it's kind of like the thing at um, DCA where you watch the Marvel stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's obvious in the Marvel stuff that there is a real person in there as what Spider Man, and then all of a sudden it's right. not a real person that's <laughs> flipping. Well, like, that's yeah, the coolest just be- part. Just because you know that what's taking place is humanly impossible, but, but as far as looking yeah. at the as far as looking at the droid or whatever you want to call it, the uh, the animatronic, it's very impressive as far as what it can do. Yeah. Am I gonna rush and book Star Cruiser? No. That's like if I had five thousand dollars right now and you were say plan a vacation, I would not pick that at the moment. Yeah. Um. I would rather either go on a cruise. I recently went to Turks and Caicos. I would just go back there. That was awesome. Go to Disney World. Maybe if I had five thousand, I would go bigger. You know, go to like no, not even go to Disney World. Like land oh, okay. or, or Paris or oh, sure, sure. Tokyo. I don't know if I could get the whole family to Tokyo and have three. Like, for can fun. you even do that for five thousand dollars? Because I don't not. know, the flights oh, yeah. to Tokyo well, are probably like at least over a thousand dollars a person. I would imagine. I don't know, possibly. Well, let me put it to you this way: someone gave you five thousand dollars in cash and said mm-hmm. you have to go to Disney World and spend all of this money. What would you do with it? How long do I do? I have a time limit on how long I can stay at Disney World. No, I would probably go for a longer trip. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I go for longer and stay stay cheap. <laughs> I wouldn't stay cheap. I would probably go uh, Coronado Springs so that I could enjoy that. But yeah, uh, I'd I'd probably, probably, I would do deluxe probably and do I a pro- week. I tell you, tell you what I would do just so I can get kind of the best of both worlds type thing. I would probably get a standard room at Animal Kingdom Lodge because it would be the least expensive of the luxury, and I would still get the luxury amenities. Yeah, I don't think I'd spend the five grand on two nights and just have to go back home. I would do a deluxe stay. The splurge I would do. If you gave me five grand and you told me I had a day or two days, so say you <laughs> okay. only had two days and you had to spend five grand, would you do the Star Cruiser or a VIP tour? Mm, I'd probably do the Star Cruiser. Just because you've done the VIP tour? <laughs> True. I'd probably do it just for that, yeah. I, you know what? It, it probably depends on when you catch me because right now with the Star Cruiser being new, there's a part of me that kind of wants to do it, so I'd probably lean toward the Star Cruiser. What if, Adam, they said, (laughs) Uh you may either stay at the Star Cruiser Uh or you get to be a Club 33 member for two days? Oh, just for two days? Well, it's you got a two-day trip, and you can choose one of the two. I'd probably still pick Star Cruiser. Hmm. I think I'd pick the Club 33 membership for two days and get all the clubs. Because don't you still have to pay for your food when you go to the... Club yeah, but you have like unlimited fast passes too, or yeah, lightning lanes. Or lightning lanes. For two days, I think I would do Star Cruiser still. I think maybe that shows where I'm at as far as my wanting to experience something like this. Yeah, I, gotta, I consider myself a Star Wars fan, but I, some of it is real cheesy to me still. I gotta change. I gotta change my gears on that one just because of the what I would get to experience all with the Club 33s. I don't know. For two days, I don't. Hmm. 
Well, see, to me, spending it to do the Club 33, that's kind of like a once-in-a-lifetime experience, even more so than the Star Cruiser, when I look at it that way. Uh, I mean, I could see the reasoning for the Star Cruiser. I think it just depends on the, the, the type of trip that you want. But uh, we could keep doing these what-ifs. I'm just... Right. I'm, I'm, I'm actually somewhat happy that it's gotten good reviews because everything's been so negative and I know that we hate on Chapek a lot and he's going to get take a lot of victory laps if this yeah. succeeds. It is still exorbitantly expensive, but you know what? I will be happy with Disney if they make things that are really expensive and people walk out there saying, I got my money's worth. The problem has been that Disney has always been somewhat expensive. It hasn't always been somewhat expensive, but in recent history it has. Yeah. And yeah. people you- people used to be able to say, I got my money's worth. And it's the Chapek era has been like, well, you're paying more and you're like, and I'm getting less for my money. I think you were right with your original assessment when you said always because... It's yeah, pretty much it always been expensive, even no matter what era you were in. You know, people always looked at it as expensive. But I always felt like, even back then, like I feel like the experience I was getting was something I couldn't get anywhere yeah. else. The level of right. service, however, at that time, the level of service was something you really didn't get anywhere else. But it's not quite that anymore, <laughs> as far as that goes. Well, there more are other, people other have places. Tried to mirror it, you know? Right, 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 and have gotten and actually done it well. There, there is a little bit of a difference there. So in a sense, I'm going to say I'm happy because its success is good for the future of Disney. So yeah, I still think when I look at it on the surface, at least I only have a couple to compare it with. But I think the cruise line they're still top of the line, in my opinion. But of the service, I would say I get really great service on the cruise. I would say my most recent cruise, and I'm not going to complain too much because it was a great cruise. But I will say, compared to the, my first cruise. I could tell that they probably haven't cruised in a while and they probably brought people that weren't working there prior. For instance, my servers seemed a little less confident in a sense. They did like I remember the first time they knew everything about the menu. They were right there. Th- this person that I had as a server was great, but they also sort of felt like they were still learning a bit, you know, they weren't as experienced. So I feel like they've they're going to get back to that level and they're pushing them to be that level. They just aren't as experienced probably because they either laid off a bunch of people or the people that didn't have jobs for like two years, basically probably went on and did something else. So they're having to train a lot of newer people. Mm-hmm. So, but that said, cruise is still a top of the list. It's just, uh, we just need to give them a little bit of time to train some of these people up. And that makes sense because they probably had a lot of people that they've had to rehire or people have moved on to other things during the pandemic and all, all the closures. So, Yeah, no, it's like I said, not a complaint, just something that I observed. Sure. It is to be expected, but uh, you're right, John. It's, it's a great level of service on the cruise. Uh, oh, yeah. Fantastic. Well, I was just thinking comparing it to other cruise, cruise lines, especially. I mean, I haven't been on all, oh, all of them by any means. Oh, compared to another cruise line, Lord. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. won't. I've never done a Royal Caribbean. I know some people like those. They're affordable. Yeah. I've done Carnival, and I don't think oh, I'm Oh, yeah, Carnival is day. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'll ever do a Carnival again. I yeah. forgot who, who it is, the executive that's over Cruise Line, but they're also over Alani, I believe. I know I've heard people say that the management for Cruise Line and Alani is uh, one of the main reasons why it's such high level of service because they're... Yeah. They're managed well versus, you know, some of the other things that may have slipped, we'll say. 
you brought up Alani. I'll bring up one piece of news. You saw, I, well, it's not official news, but I've heard that Hawaii is getting close to relaxing domestic travel yeah. or restrictions. That will be nice. That probably means that Alani is going to go back even more to normal. As a newly minted DVC member, mm. I'm definitely putting Alani on the list over the next couple years to find. How could you not? <laughs> a week or something that I can go because it's more, it's going to be affordable. I have points. I got to yeah. go. I cannot wait to go back to Alani. Cause Adam, you got a good deal then to go there. Didn't you? Yeah. They had a good package that we got where they, they drove us from the airport to the resort. And then it was like a $50 a day credit. I think we got like $250 off our bill at the end because of that. And then there was some voucher for the quick service too a couple of meals so yeah it was a that was back in what 2015 i think now so uh i gotta go back so but anyway back to the the stark reserve it was yeah. one other thing i wanted to mention and i haven't seen all these characters but i think i heard someone say there's 15 different characters you can see or potentially interact with um, during your cruise i can tell you the ones i've seen of course chewie's prominent in the storyline mm-hmm some of the characters are probably calling characters would be like the, the First Order guy, but I can't think of what they call him. I've heard he's Lieutenant Croy, I think. Croy, yeah, that's yeah, Lieutenant Croy, yes. Mm-hmm. And then people like Yoda, I guess they would count. This is a pretty impressive like hologram, by the way. You need to go see that of Yoda in there uh, from the Hulkricks. Oh, okay. I thought that the lightsaber training was pretty cool, the way they all laid out. I don't know if you got to see that. I saw some videos of it. I thought it looked okay, but... I- I mean, it wasn't quite like the movie to me. So, but again, maybe maybe I well, didn't see enough about they're, it. They're they're bringing it to life though, and I did. You know, it was still sure. pretty impressive. So, I mean, you gotta kind of take it for what it is. I mean, we can't. Just, I don't. I didn't expect to actually go in there and really be being having a remote shooting at me or anything. But <laughs> right, <laughs> I want to actually get shot by it like Luke did and yeah, Ray did. And, and I guess I guess in that count they're counting uh, obviously Ray and Kylo because they're there. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm guessing they would count the in room droid that talks to you. I can't remember her name, but I guess they would call that a character. And of course was the free roaming yeah. droid too. One of them was like D three o nine, but I don't. Who's the other one? I think that's the one that's in room that you can interact with. Yeah, like it's on a screen. Right. I saw a video of someone doing that. That was kind of cool. Because it, vo- it does voice like you could talk to it and it will respond to what you say. Or... And I guess they that would consider cool. Gaia as a character, right? Since mm-hmm. they've yes, they I saw that listed. And I guess, I can't think of the name, but the one that's in the background that plays the instrument. That's uh, Twi'lek, isn't it? No, not Twi'lek. You know what? The one that's like looks like sort of like Greedo. What is Greedo yes. considered? What's his? What's his? What's his species? <laughs> I don't right. know what his species is. Rodian. That's what it was. Yeah. It's like whenever the 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 people who are the right. resistance sympathizers or whatever they're like have a moment where they're supposed to kind of form together and kind of hide Chewie, you know, to keep him from being seen and get him to the spot. And of course, there's one where uh, Lieutenant Croy gets people off into a like a little room that's almost like a boiler room or something and starts laying out a plan of good you're you know ones that are on our side and saying tell report things to me that you see and stuff like that you know oh, okay all those type things yeah so it's uh, kind of like dinner theater as well which is interesting in a way like dinner yeah. theater escape room yeah and it's you know interesting how Adventure. they're they're at the end 
I can't think of it right now, but there's been some movies where you've had these moments in it, like like he when he yells out, it's like some of these have uh, showed loyalty to the first order, and then Kylo's like, "Kill them all!" <laughs> right there at the end. You see, he's what he's saying. He was going to terminate everybody that was on the ship, and he's like, "Some of these are loyal to the first order." And he's like, "Kill them all." <laughs> of course, well, so I was like, "Sounds like Kylo." But stuff like that. I mean, it, it made yeah. that that part sound interesting. And the more I talk about it, the more I think I actually want to do it. But the question is, how badly do I want to do it? Do I want you know? Right. Well, you used to always enjoy the character interactions where you could talk to them and r- interact with them. I'm thinking of uh, Chip. <laughs> or was it Dale? Oh, I think it was oh, Chip, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> oh yeah, stuff like that. But that you know, that's stuff you can do anyway. And Chip and Dale's always fun. But this been yes, you know, yeah. like I said, this being sort of like a game almost in a way that you're yeah. playing a part in. Yeah. And I, we did something similar, uh, not exactly. I mean, this is not a, like on the cruise ship. You have the detective agency game where you know you do the Muppets thing and mm-hmm. you have to go all over the mm-hmm. ship to this stuff. I guess you could compare it sort of to that only this is on a much larger scale and a much sure. more yeah. advanced scale right that you're doing stuff like that and you know you have your the app that goes along with it where you can have these little things that it tells you what to do and interactive if you want to do those things i would be interested mm-hmm. to see how the light speed like when they go into light speed if they do anything to make it feel like you're going into light speed somehow i don't know how they would create that effect but <laughs> You know what I mean? Because, like, I mean, you're in a hotel that's technically stationary. I don't know how you create that effect. They don't tilt the whole hotel. Or you could just (laughs) shake the floor in some way. Yeah, something. something. Have vibration somewhere. Gosh, what was all that? Oh, the transport was actually better than we originally thought it would be. It seemed that way. It still kind of looks like a bus in the inside because the way they do the seats and stuff. Right. So. I noticed that. And the shaking. (laughs) Mm-hmm. The vibrations seem like it was similar to something rolling on the ground versus flying in the sky. <laughs> so yeah, it's hard to change I that, I guess. But right, I haven't watched anybody's like full vlogs of the excursion part, so I'm just curious what they do. Do they wander up? Because I would be like, I want to go to baseline and grab, <laughs> grab, right. grab a watch, beer real quick. Uh, watch the attractions when I was just telling you about. They mm-hmm. do it to a degree. I'm sure there's going to be more that out kind of, that are probably more extensive before then or by then, by now. Do they have a specific um, time where they're supposed to get back on the shuttle? Something kind like of. that. I can't remember what it is. You basically are able to spend almost a full right. day's worth of, you know, and it can't be, the thing is they got to bring people over there in waves because that shuttle did not look very big at all. Right, yeah, it's in small, probably not. So. But the other thing is, you know, you spent that much money, why would you want to spend so much time on Batu when you can do that anytime so i probably wouldn't want to stay on Batu, so to speak for very long well the thing I've is done all that you know do you remember all that stuff they promised about mm. with galaxy's edge right. about you know you yeah. might have the storyline in the interactivity in the of land stuff, yeah. that they're kind of using that here like we kind of thought they would right? right so right depending on how you do your objectives or missions in Batu might determine how you something different on your actual star cruise when you get when you get back on board stuff like that okay whereas you know how originally they said something like you know how you did on smuggler's run you might end up yeah getting right they were going to be talking to you about oh you wrecked the falcon oh, yeah oh, like i never heard anybody so, even bring that up in uh the great no matter what i did <laughs> no anywhere yeah. i went so because yeah. 
Yeah, they were saving that. Well, they're not now. They weren't initially going to, but now they're saving it for the Star Cruise just so you have to pay more money. Yeah, and I, can, I don't know how many total hours. I didn't really say that they were in Batuu, but I wonder if you want to, I guess you could just wander off and not do the objectives and do other yeah. parts of the park, I would imagine. If you well, wanted I imagine to. technically you could just leave and not come back, right? I guess you could. I don't know why you would do that and waste that kind waste of money. Waste the money. Yeah. yeah. So I guess they assume most people will come back. Yeah. I'm glad that I was more impressed with what I saw than I thought I would be. Maybe it's because the the bar started getting so low because of everything else we saw prior to this. Then maybe it was, Possibly. you know, maybe that was maybe that was strategy after all. Maybe that was sneaky strategy on their behalf to, you know, we're going to lower the bar so whenever it comes time people will be impressed. I don't know. So, as far as the costumes go, I know there's a shop on board, right? Would you try to do something beforehand or just buy something on the ship itself i don't think i would buy anything on the ship i mean that's just me i probably just I know, bring something i don't know if i don't know if jason's back or not but he said that he originally would go all in i'm curious would he buy stuff outside of the store or would he go in and do it buy stuff i would buy whatever they sell in the store so i could be full more exclusive oh. stuff that's on the ship yeah yeah why not you know yeah. The stuff that I saw them give the price tag on, like the little whatever it is they're mm-hmm. selling in there stuff, like I've seen stuff mm-hmm. that was high as like $450 or something. But when I think of like the type of stuff they were putting out there, I'm like, that's not that bad from what I would think for a, for like a specialty type item, you know. But where would you Especially wear it Disney. outside of <laughs> these two days? No, no, this was not where. I'm talking about these were actually like oh, collectible okay. type stuff that I'm talking about. Oh, I see what you there. But as far as a costume, if you bought it, where would you wear it? <laughs> you know, the parts, of, I didn't really see the store thoroughly, but the parts I saw, I didn't actually see the costume part other than I saw, I mean, there was like a Leia costume, I think there, a classic Leia costume and stuff like that. But I didn't see anything that I would actually want to buy that I of what I saw, but as far as costumes oh, okay. go. But I know, what was it, Craig from the Diz, he had a Han Solo-esque dress on one type dress on one day not not a dress but he dressed actual like. <laughs> dress yeah, okay. yeah gotcha not a not a like a dress like a woman's dress yeah let's say like, i don't remember how solo wearing a dress but <laughs> uh, understood <laughs> what version of star wars did you see that was one of the uh that was a special special edition <laughs> any other stu- news before we wrap up i know we're almost at time here no just uh i'm sitting over here looking to see for new Dining reservations. Uh, see what I can find, if it, if anything. Yeah. So I guess next week we would just have maybe a preview or something of your trip. Yeah, next something week. like that. Uh, I, I know my uh, brother-in-law won't listen to the show, but while I've been sitting here, yeah, he messaged me and said, "I noticed that you made a couple of dining reservations that are quite early. Could we move those later?" And my answer is, no. and I know what I'm doing. Uh, We're going to eat early, and we're going to be done well in advance of the nighttime shows, and while everybody else is eating, we're going to go ride rides. Oh, is he talking about dinner? Like dinner? Yeah, because I have dinners at like 4.30, 5 o'clock, like early That's like the perfect time to me. 
Do they not realize you're not right. going to eat? The park, at the park, you you don't even eat that big of a lunch, and you have dinner at like three. I can say, <laughs> do, do they not realize that you don't actually eat at that time either? Yeah. Like, it always, that's just the time you're getting there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, it'll take a while, especially a big party. It'll take a while. That's why I don't get people like thinking like, oh, five o'clock. It's like, yeah, that's just like where we're going to get seated. You're probably going to eat like a half hour later. If, or Right. Like a, a sit down dinner takes forever. If you sit down and you get a seven o'clock dinner at Disney World, first of all, for eight people, that's impossible unless I was planning 90 days ago to book it for them. And second of all, you're going to miss the fireworks. Yeah. Or get, miss getting a good spot like, for it. The tip is, is don't just do whatever you think will be the most convenient thing. Do what I'm saying, because I am going to make sure you have a good time <laughs> and you will get to do everything you want without standing in lines. Because what will happen is if somebody shows up and says, well, I eat dinner at seven. I don't like to get up early. If they show up at the parks at 11, they set dinner at seven and they buy Genie Plus and they don't know what they're doing. They aren't going to enjoy themselves. Well, they might, maybe they'll enjoy themselves, but they aren't going to get to do what they thought they were. Okay. Yeah. So you mentioned Genie Plus. So I'm guessing with this trip, are you planning on buying it every day? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yeah, they want to ride all the rides. I don't know if we ever covered how you can make a park reservation. And then because you have the ability to park hop, if you pick another park, it automatically chooses times after two. Is that right? I don't know if we've mentioned that, but yes, I have done that. You've done that. I have okay. taken advantage of that. Okay. Yeah, even if it's an individual lightning lane, mm-hmm. it'll automatically pick you stuff after two. Right. So that's what I'm saying. You you choose a park. So obviously you could choose that one early as you wanted to, if you want to. But if you go look at another park, it starts showing you stuff after two o'clock. Mm-hmm. It doesn't show it any earlier, which could be advantageous, really, when you think about it. So. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. You can't get in right. until so it's not gonna let you 147. Right. Right. So it's not going to let you book anything earlier. So you could basically stack an evening if you wanted to for your hot park. Yeah. It'd be harder to stack, though, because of the two-hour thing. Well, not necessarily because the people who booked that park as their park for that day are trying to get it as early as they can. And those times are usually, the later times are usually still available longer. So I see what you're saying. You're saying only pick the hot parts. Yes. After that, okay, I see. Like what? Rather than trying to do other basically, stuff first. it's almost basically taking the strategy of whatever park you put as your reservation. That's not even going to be your main park that day. You're just going to mm-hmm. go there and do a few things in the morning. Your main park, you've got it Real stacked time. for the evening for your for your hot park. <laughs> mm, okay. Yeah, yeah. I could. Yeah, you could potentially do that. Yeah. I don't know if Jason has any plans of doing anything like that, but it sounds he like a pretty a good strategy day. to me. You have a pool day planned. So it's similar to what I did in that I, while I was at the pool, I started buying stuff for my second park. Um, But I was able to take good advantage of doing either way. I think the the recommended strategy if your first park is Animal Kingdom is to do what you just said, John. Uh, Buy Genie Plus. Don't use anything in Animal Kingdom just uh, unless you really want to buy Flight of Passage individual just use your Genie Plus to start stacking it, say Magic Kingdom. Do everything in Animal Kingdom, stand by line, and then hop to Magic Kingdom and have a great time on Genie Plus. Right. And if you plan on getting it at Animal Kingdom early, you may not even have to buy Avatar, I mean, Flight of Passage. So. Correct. All right, well, let's wrap this up. I will say, 
you can visit our website, which is travelingwithamouse.com, and you can email us, podcast at travelingwithamouse.com. And there's also our friend Jill Dilbeck, who, if you want to book a Disney trip or cruise line or anything universal as well, her email address is jilldilbeck at gmail.com. You can reach out to her as well. But where else can we be found on the interweb? Well, we have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That is all at TWTM Podcast. We have a Spreadshirt store if you would like to go there and buy some of our merchandise. That is shop.spreadshirt.com slash TWTM Podcast. Uh, we have a YouTube channel in which um, I've been putting some videos together. I've been kind of deciding which ones. They're older videos to put out there and then hopefully in the near future maybe we can have some newer content for you to enjoy but we have that as well so go check that out so for john and jason this is adam and you have been listening to traveling with a mouse and we will see you on our next trip bob chapit still sucks (laughs) sport give kids the world